Hello, and welcome to episode number 69 of A VO's Journey. My name is Anthony Pika, your host for tonight, and I am so excited to be bringing you this episode. We're going to be talking about something that I wanted to know when I first started out as an audiobook narrator, and I could never really find the answer. And when I did find the answer, it didn't really mesh with the type of books I was doing and the time frame I had. So tonight we're going to talk about when you get a book, when you actually win a book or you're starting to narrate something, do you need to read the entire book from cover to cover? Can you skim it? Can you read the cliff notes? Can you wing it? We're going to talk about that tonight. All right, let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right, so this is this is actually becoming one of my favorite parts of the podcast. This is where I go ahead and give a shout out to uh, people who have left a review on the iTunes page for a VO's journey. And actually, I'm really excited because tonight we have a couple of reviews. So I'm going to read them. Um, the first review comes from Paul Oryx. I think I got that right, Paul. I hope I did. Uh, but Paul says, I'm trying to recall if I have ever reviewed a podcast before. I just wanted to share that as a veteran VO who was, in my opinion, very fortunate to grow up in and around broadcasting with mics and studios always around the corner, I find I'm learning a lot from someone who is new on his VO journey. I needed to better organize my online presentation. Anthony thinks of things I haven't. He's transparent and shares his ideas and with great generosity. He's a natural teacher and he's helping me improve. Thank you for sharing. Paul, that was awesome, man. I really appreciate it. I love working with you. Uh, Paul's one of my students. He's fantastic. And I, I really, really, really think you're going to go far in this business, man. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. Um, all right. So the next one comes from the one and only Earl Hall. Uh, <laughs> absolutely love Earl. Uh, Earl said, I love this podcast. Anthony is a master at explaining some difficult concepts in VO. From Earl Hall. Listen, that means the world to me, Earl. Uh, and the fact that you think that is just uh, means more than you know. Thank you so much. And coming from you, it's just a, an incredible compliment. Thank you so much. Uh, so thank you, Earl. Thank you, Paul, for those amazing shout outs. I really appreciate it. If you want to uh, get your shout out on the podcast, all you have to do is go over to iTunes and leave a review. And uh, I would love to kind of feature you here in the beginning of a VO's journey. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into tonight's topic. I'm really excited about this because I know for me, when I first started narrating audiobooks, uh, I had the you know, I, I just, I was totally green. I had no idea what I was doing, no clue whatsoever. And it always was one of those things where do, you know, when I get a book, there's so much to do. You've got to record it. You've got to edit it. You've got to listen back to the whole thing again and proof it and all this kind of stuff. And, and the question I always asked myself was, you know, A, should I read the book? Okay. 
because I found that when I read at least some of it beforehand, it was easier to go back and narrate it. But B, I was like, well, if I read the book, that's a whole nother, you know, however long the book is, that takes a long time. Now, I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to say that I'm not the fastest reader. I, I, I'm okay. I can read well, but I'm not like, I'm not really fast. My wife, on the other hand, she reads really fast. I do not. So it takes me a lot longer to read books. So if I am going to read a book, and especially if a book is like 80,000 words, you know, that's going to take me a while. It's going to take me some time to read it. And if you think about the return on your investment and the time that you spend on something, you know, this is important. Do you spend all that time to read the book, narrate, edit, proof, go back through and listen to the whole thing again while stopping and fixing and doing all this stuff? I mean, you're talking about adding on quite a bit of work. However, if you don't, what's going to happen? And I'm going to tell you a couple of stories about this and my philosophy. And hopefully from all this time, from starting back when I was asking that question in the beginning of my audiobook journey to now and what I've learned and the kind of system I've come up with, I'm going to tell you about that uh, right now. So the first thing I want to say is whatever you are doing, it is important to know something about the book you're narrating before you start. Whether you read the whole book or not, you need to know something about the book, something about the author, at least the story or the idea that you're trying to get across. What is the author's intent of the book? You can figure out a lot of these things by reading the like synopsis, reading the covers, reading anything that you find online, doing research on the author. I found some really interesting things out from authors from going to YouTube and seeing them talk on YouTube, depending on you know what they're doing, and uh, also anything that you can ask them. Questions from you know you questioning the author or the publisher is really fantastic. I find that the publisher is not going to – they don't usually give directions when it comes to like directing directions that much, but I, the authors don't have a problem with that. Some publishers do, you know what I mean, but they, they're more so uh, you know, kind of hiring you to do your thing. So and, and the authors, however, will tell you what they like and what they don't like. So that's a really nice thing that you can do is ask them. But here's my take on everything. In an ideal world, in an ideal world where we had loads of time, I would say absolutely yes. It would. There's no reason why reading the entire book would be a bad thing. That's in an ideal world. But in the real world, it takes a lot of time. So you have to really focus and really consider what you are gaining by reading it and are you actually making enough money. Now, I know a bunch of professionals that swear by reading the book, and then I know a bunch of professionals who do not because they, they, they claim that they – and I'm talking about professionals that you wouldn't think felt this way, but that, that really believe the fact that it takes way too much time for the amount of money we charge. And we – I mean we charge, we charge well. I mean industry standard rates are okay, and, and a lot of us charge higher than that, but – the fact is, is that it still takes a great amount of time. So you're actually losing a lot of money by reading the book. So how can you do this? So there's a couple of things, a couple of tricks I like to do. To get around reading the entire book at once, I think the key here is to schedule what you are going to read and pick a chapter 
you know, that you're going to do and read that chapter so that you're not spending your entire time reading the whole book. But here's the thing. I want to give you a story, though, and a, and a cautionary tale. Um, and this is this is I'm going to give you the solution to it. But basically, I was doing a book and I was now now this is right because I. I, I got I was narrating the book. I was really excited. It was kind of like a science fiction book. And I was this gritty Marine. And, you know, I had this New York accent and I was just really having a blast with it. Then about halfway through the book, <laughs> halfway through the book, the chapter starts off with, you know, Bo goes back to his hometown in Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm like, what? Bo goes to his hometown in Wisconsin. Well, I'm using a New York accent. That that doesn't fit. But fortunately, I did what I needed to do. And what I'm going to tell you to do will help you with that. So what I did was, and and I by the way, I was doing this book not on ACX. ACX forces you to do this, but everywhere else does not. But basically what you do is when you first start with a book, you are going to pick five to 10 minutes or to 15 minutes of the first part of you reading the book and you are going to send that to the author and have them approve it. If they approve it, then you know you are on the right track. If they do not approve it, then you know you need to make a change. But it is way better than you making a change at five, 10 or 15 minutes than you making a change at 10 hours. And I knew someone who actually recorded an entire book in an American accent and got to the end of the book and found out that the person that was the main character was actually British and they had to go back and record the entire book again with a British accent. So it's important that you take that time in the beginning, take a few extra minutes to send a sample file of you reading the first 5, 10, 15 minutes and ACX actually makes you upload 15 minutes and have it approved by the author or the rights holder before you actually can move on to do the rest of the book. So it is a really great, great rule of thumb to do, even if you're not on ACX, always send the author or the rights holder a sample of your read for the book so they can approve it, all right? Here's another thing you can do. I always suggest that you ask as many questions as you can about the book. Now, by the way, all these things I'm telling you, the point, the purpose of these things is so that you can get around reading an entire book because, I mean, again, let's be honest, the time that it takes to do all that plus then the whole work that you have to do, it's just a lot of time. And especially the more busier we get, we don't have time for that. Perfect example, Scott Brick. I've actually uh, worked with Scott. When I say worked, I've taken a class from him. (laughs) Work sounds like him and Scott and I have collaborated. But anyways, he's a very famous audiobook narrator. And uh, I, I took a I took a class with him and, and I did a one on one with him. And, you know, he talked to me about the fact that he doesn't have time to read any of the books, but he makes enough money to where he pays someone <laughs> to read the book, pick out everything that that person feels based on what Scott's told the person that Scott needs to know about the book and then what he needs to do to like any words that need to be looked up, this person will look them up and make sure that they can tell him how to pronounce them and so forth. So, you know, that's an interesting thing, but Scott doesn't read any of the books. (laughs) He has someone else do it for him, but that's because he's doing like one major book a week. 
you know, or even in like three or four days, you know, he's doing like 80, 90, 100,000 word book in like three or four days, he doesn't have time to read it. And for us, the busier we get, the, the we don't have time to read it either. So it's really important that you uh, find these these ways, these techniques to get around reading an entire book. Again, in an ideal world, I'm not saying you don't read the book. In an ideal world, you would read it. But the reality of it is, is a lot of us are so busy, especially with another job. I mean, I have a full-time job. Many of you listening to this have a full-time job as well as this on the side. We don't just have time to sit down and read a huge book. So these methods can help. Asking the author as many questions as you can or the rights holder as many questions as you can about how do they see this book? Uh, what, do you, what are the main characters? Is there any specific accents they want you to use? What is uh, any any particular things in the book that you feel like you should know about? Is there any words that are going to give me trouble that you think or I should know about? Is there a certain genre that you want to stick around? Like as many questions as you can. Most of the time, I've never had, well, actually all of the time, I've never had an author come back to me and say, please don't ask me any questions. <laughs> like that's not they never say that they always are willing to answer and tell you what they think about the book that they've written and you know it's so so don't be afraid to ask as many questions as you can and and I would say suggest ask an overly amount of questions so that you feel confident about reading the book and that will help you at least get past some of the initiative or some of the initial worry about not knowing what the book is if you're starting to narrate it not having read it Another thing that you can do is you can start off by reading the chapter you're narrating. Read the chapter and then narrate it. So if you know um, that you have like, let's say you have 10 days to do a book that has 10 chapters. So you know every night you're going to do a chapter. That's just the limit that you set or two chapters every night, whatever you want to do. But one night a chapter, right? So you're going to say that you're going to read one chapter and then you're going to narrate. So that way that you get through, now you still ask your questions, but that way you get a little more smooth with the reading and you, you, it's more familiar with you uh, so that it's not as crazy difficult. But that is a way that you can get back past, again, reading everything at once and still making it sound well. So, you know, I hope these couple of methods have helped. There is then, of course, the other things like finding synopsis, finding summaries, looking at the back of a book, doing whatever you can to find more information, going to the author's website, learning about them. If it's a nonfiction book, it's probably, there's probably been a video on YouTube about it. There's probably something about it somewhere that you can find more information about it. Um, you know, you can uh, see if there's articles on it. You can type into Google, but learn as much as you can about it without having to read the entire book. If it's a long book, if it's a short book, it might benefit you to read it. So I think it's it's one of those things where don't don't spend your time reading the entire book if you can't, if you don't have the time, but find out as much information, ask the author, go to the website, do everything you can to find out about the book so that you can narrate it with the confidence that you're not going to mess it up. All right, you guys. Well, I think that's it for this episode. That's kind of just a little tidbit on some things you can do to get around reading an entire novel or an entire 100,000-page word book, but still make it sound like you know the story in and out. Thank you again to Paul and Earl for those amazing shout-outs. And again, if you want to do a shout-out, all you got to do, if you want to get a shout-out, all you got to do is go to iTunes, 
put in a review and I will give you a shout out on the show. Thank you guys so much. If you have some time, join the Facebook group. Oh, and I want to tell you the ACX course, the course that I've been working on for the ultimate ACX course that's going to blow everybody's minds and help you just win audition after audition on ACX is completed. It is done. I am about 90% finished with it, uploading it to the site. I still got a little bit more. It is late. It is 2.37 a.m., so I think I'm going to have to stop. <laughs> I've been working all day on this. So, uh, But I'm super excited, and I cannot wait for you guys to get this. You're going to absolutely love it, and it's going to help your business so much. So be looking for that probably tomorrow, the next day max. But I'm, I'm figuring that it's going to happen tomorrow. Um, so anyways, you guys, thank you so much. Have a great night, and uh, talk to you later. Peace.